Matt, welcome to Boss. I am excited. Boss is my amazing executive interview series on LinkedIn. I interview my incredible network to help others learn, network, and pay it forward. And Boss is now a podcast too, which is super exciting. Who is Matt? I hope the people listening on the podcast can really envision this because I do have a face for podcasts. I am what I like to call a whole brain marketer. I've got a content and creative centric background, but I learned the operational side of this business, scaling and leading agencies. I spent the last few years on the tech side as a co-founder and an entrepreneur and an innovator. I'm making air quotes for those who can't see in new and emerging areas like blockchain and next generation brand loyalty programs. And that's where I have settled most recently, but I don't stay settled for long. I know that we ran into each other at Advertising Week the other week, but how did we actually meet? Because we've known each other for quite some time. I was trying to think about this earlier. My guess is it's been over 25 years, not to date either of us, but we met before any of us were professionals. We were undergraduates at the same institution of higher learning, which all institutions of higher learning now are under some degree of scrutiny and um, let's just say tumult mm -hmm. due to all that's happening in the world. But when we were there, it was just fun. It was fun. And it's impressive, I think, that we are still in touch. Well, I think like-minded, good people tend to stay together, whether you go a few years without seeing each other or talking. There are a lot of people who are bringing us together and different types of opportunities for us to spontaneously connect, at, whether it's at the bottom of an escalator at Advertising Week or some other event to be named later. I look, always look forward to bumping into you. And I think it goes back to networking, right? If your network is strong, people help each other. There is something in that power of relationships. Take it back for me even more. It's It's been um, a really interesting ride and not one that I would have predicted and certainly not one that I deliberately architected. I feel that I have been most comfortable navigating where there aren't really any roads or even maps. But looking back now over this, the, the first two plus decades of my career, it can probably be broken out into three phases. The first decade or so was in digital sports media. I worked for the New York Mets. I got my very early start in management and at the creative convergence of technology and marketing with the NBA and spent that real first decade there and then moved into agency world and spent the next decade building, leading, scaling, innovative digital agencies among the first social media innovators, working with huge brands. And that got me exposed to some really smart, connected, motivated, fearless leaders. Mm -hmm. And the network grows that way because when you're on the agency side, brand marketers rotate through their jobs every few years. And the same thing really goes for agencies. I just happened to be really lucky and stayed at the same place and grew with that rocket ship for 10 years. And then this third phase now is really in that tech innovation space. But those worlds are increasingly overlapping. And people who jump between technology, publisher, media, 
agency brand. We are all circling the same orbits. It continues to motivate me and excite me. Yeah, I love that. I'm right there with you. From a media, tech, innovation trends, what are you seeing across the business landscape right now? So when we talk about themes and trends, the AI beast is unavoidable, but I like to really boil it down because there are so many different applications and use cases for this AI as content creation, AI as process efficiency, AI as measurement, technology improvement. All of this, there are hundreds of thousands of use cases and probably even billions that we haven't thought of. So now that division plus that acceleration and improvement of technology is creating this cauldron of excitement for me, even if sometimes the world can be a scary place. Yeah. Yeah. What advice would you give to your kids? Huh, probably two things. One is very literal. One, like get off your devices mm. and experience the world. Because I do think increasingly there is a tendency to look down. And while there is an incredibly immersive set of experiences that our kids are engaging with and in and finding new ways to connect, um, I think there are also going to be massive shifts in the way that our kids grow up and learn to interact with one another for positive and for negative. The second piece of advice I think I would give is probably counterintuitive to the thing I just said, which is learn to code. Being able to drive the change and the innovation as opposed to be passive participants in it is, you know, learn to lead. I like that. What advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? I think back then I could have been a better listener and more humble in my own opinions of myself. Mm -hmm. And that is not something I've probably openly admitted, but I came out of a great school mm -hmm. thinking that my stuff, PG audience, didn't stink. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I realized how much there was to really learn externally. I thought I could get by on the power of my network alone and the hard work and study skills that I had built up. And I thought that that would get me everywhere. I learned to listen and I learned to incorporate. And it's ironic that we're talking on a podcast where I'm doing most of the talking, but I really <laughs> have appreciated that multiple input, multiple feedback mindset. And it's always a work in progress. Sometimes I need to remind myself, like I have post-its to just like slow down, be patient, listen more. But that's the advice that I would give to that punk of a kid back then who had much better hair, but a lot more to learn. Do you actually have post-its? I do. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they're color-coded too, which shouldn't huh? surprise anyone who knows me. They are thematic based on also alliteration. People, process, um, prospecting for actual work that I have, mm -hmm. projects, so those are my P's in a professional setting. I also happen to have a, a, a newsletter called the four P's that is in no way related to anything like that. It's something personal, something professional, something political, and something practical. You're inspiring me too. Tell me about one of your passion projects. I love coaching my daughter's flag football team. It is an exercise in humility, but we did win the championship last year though, so I can pat myself on the back. I've also got some 
ongoing content creation passion projects. I mentioned my newsletter, but this year I launched a podcast and I have to admit and give you credit, but you inspire me to be a content creator. And I launched a podcast with a friend of mine, Valerie Vespa. It's a bit snarky because that's our personality. So it's called the Snarketing Podcast. One piece of advice for future bosses. Get better at giving feedback and coaching. What do you want to be known for over the next six to 12 months? I love connection, which is why I work in marketing. So I want to be a connector, whether it's with the podcast, whether it's with my connected loyalty company, Chasm, but that's it. Who should I have on my interview list next for boss? Justin Hochberg. He's the founder of Virtual Brand Group, bringing brands into the metaverse. Hmm. Barbie, The Voice, Forever 21. Super smart, super quirky, amazing. The second is a guy named Mark Bauman. He's a Web3 educator, hmm. investor, advisor, has a newsletter called Dematerialize, which I love. And it's all about practical use cases for blockchain. Amazing. What additional question should I be asking people that I haven't asked yet? What is the title of your autobiography? Because that is like, how do you boil down your life into one phrase or, or title? Finally, Matt, anything else that you want to say or share with me on this amazing LinkedIn boss and now podcast interview? You know, I want to thank you for being a content creator who curates, but is also considerate of the quality of the content, because we are in this phase of mass content production, thanks to, and both as a result of, and unfortunately, um, the detrimental effects of AI and other content, we are flooded with crap. But what I believe you and hopefully I and others in our network are making will stand out above the crap. So keep making non-crappy content, you, Allie, but also to your listeners and followers. Amazing. Matt, it was a pleasure. As always, everyone should be watching, listening, sharing, telling your friends. Thank you.